Witch Next Door, and welcome to Moonday Musings, a mini astrocast every Monday where we take inspiration and dive into the upcoming energy of the cosmos. Hello, hello everybody. Happy Monday, happy Moonday. Welcome to another episode here of Moonday Musings here on That Witch Podcast. I'm Danny. I am that witch next door, and I'm going to be your cosmic guide for this week. So we got a couple of things I want to talk about today. Let's dive right into it. Uh, Starting with the moon scope for this week, because tomorrow we have the full moon in Sagittarius. So uh, tomorrow, June 14th at 5.51 a.m. Mountain Time at 23 degrees of Sagittarius, we will have that big, beautiful moon posing the sun, nice and bright, perfect time for release. We'll get into that in a second. Um, But for our moon uh, energy and kind of wave that we're riding this week, we're starting out the week in Sagittarius and we'll be moving into Capricorn uh, later in the day tomorrow. So that full moon at 23 degrees, you know, we're taking place uh, toward the end of the Sagittarius uh, energy or journey. Okay. <clears throat> so we'll be going into Capricornian energy not long after. Then we'll be moving into Aquarius and ending and rounding out our week with the moon in the sign of Pisces. So moving through the full spectrum of the elementals this week, riding the full wave, if you will, <laughs> um, I want you to ask yourself for this full moon, What can you release to give yourself permission for your higher learning journey to really embrace it, really walk it? I think that something you can do this full moon with uh, Mercury re-entering Gemini, it's home sign of Gemini. Again, after it's retrograde, uh, Mercury had entered Gemini uh, and then started its retrograde cycle and went back into the sign of Taurus. So Mercury is re-emerging, coming home again into the sign of Gemini today, the day before this full moon in Sagittarius. And on this Sagittarius-Gemini axis, is the resounding theme of learning and education. And from Gemini into Sagittarius, we really become lower education to higher education, elementary to university, okay? And so when it comes to the Sagittarius end of that spectrum, right? Because not only is Mercury re-entering it's home sign of Gemini, but the sun is in Gemini. It's on this axis. So where can you look in your educational roots, in in your fundamentals of the type of learner and student that you are? What is holding you back? 
from really leveling up, from really taking that next step into your higher education. Because college aside, like the concept like of college and society aside, lower education and higher education is an archetype and a theme of, of life. That it doesn't have to have anything to do with college. However, um, you might find that there are some wounds or even traumas that you may carry from your college days, from your higher education days that are holding you back from really taking accountability for your own current and future higher education. You know, we talk about all the time, we know that our learning never stops. And yet so many of us stop learning, (laughs) stop trying to learn anything, stop studying, stop researching, stop putting any kind of intention into really expanding our knowledge and philosophies and ideas. So what can you release to give yourself permission to really open yourself up to those higher ideas and higher knowledge. I really, really want you to actually take some time to think about this. And um, being in the sign of Sag, the fire element, wonderful moon for some fire magic. Burn some shit. Once you answer that question, I don't know, burn it. (laughs) Okay, now I want to transition a little bit into some of the overall energy of the week. So, uh, cause Tuesday, tomorrow, full moon. And then we've got the whole, you know, rest of the week after that. That's not the only thing going on. Uh, one thing I did notice was a good amount of squares this week. Uh, the moon makes a lot of squares and we have some planetary energies, uh, making some square aspects to one another. And I really saw this as, uh, potentially feeling rather confrontational, number one. So I would, urge you to be on the lookout for that, be prepared for that in, in that you are not too defensive. Okay. So be mindful of your defenses, be prepared for this confrontational energy and, you know, take that stoic path. There is always a reward of, of knowledge and experience on the other side of a square. I always tell people, all of my gamers, um, Think of squares as those fucking hard levels with the best XP and rewards, okay? That's what squares are in in astrology, okay? So according to the Numinous deck, I thought this would be a fun card to pull from our Numinous deck today. Instead of pulling a planet, I pulled an aspect. Do you see? I told you, a really good learning tool. Um, the overarching theme or keyword that the numinous gave the square card is challenge. And if you open up your cosmic quickie email from today, and by the way, you can go to thatwitchnextdoor.com and subscribe right now if you're not already on that uh, email list to get this every Monday so that you can look at the numinous card with all of us. Um, but there's just a bunch of different versions of squares on here, kind of like more abstract and artsy. Then there's very geometric. Um, they're different sizes, different textures, and even different dimensions. There's 2D and 3D or three-dimensional uh, squares or cubes on here as well, okay? <clears throat> 
Very, very interesting. And what I really want to point out is the contrast in this card, not just in the different shapes and sizes and textures, but also in the color palette here. We've got this pale blue, we have stark black, we have white at the center, we have grays, and we have that metallic and shiny gold as well. So there is a lot of uh, contrast. This is a very, very dynamic card and dynamic energy. Some of the keywords here on the card are creates tension, stalls, sounds the alarm, and motivates. I really like those. So let's peel into the book here. Now, I'm not going to read you the full paragraph on what a square is. I'll kind of sum this up. And we've also talked about squares quite a few times as well on past episodes. But a square uh, takes place between signs of the same modality. So between mutable and mutable, fixed and fixed, or cardinal and cardinal. And these planets are about 90 degrees apart from one another on the astrological chart. Um, and I say about 90 degrees because we give or take an eight degree orb. Okay. And the orb itself kind of tells us how strong we're feeling or experiencing this transit. Um, when it comes to inner planets, if the, if the two planets within this square are inner planets, we're going to feel the building, the peak and the ripples or the effects of this transit a lot sooner and more immediate um, than we are with outer planet transits, okay? Uh, this, this is a big reason why it's important not to feel so pressured by exact, exact transits. We have to remember that there's an orb with all of these things, okay? There is a building and there is a fading or ripple effect. And this building period and this fading period or ripple period um, is different in length and duration and, and everything um, and in character, honestly, from one planet to the next, okay? There's so many different factors and layers here. So this is why I don't want you to ever feel like crazy, crazy pressured to exact transit dates. Um, if you're trying to time something, that's when I really like using exact transit times. So I'll time my email to go out at dawn on the day uh, that it gets sent out because dawn, or should I say the hour of dawn, is ruled by the same planet that rules that day of the week. So Mondays at dawn is ruled by the moon. Wednesdays at dawn is ruled by Mercury, okay? Um, and so on and so forth. Um, so you can use different, and I can drop my, my astro time calculator. Sorry, I'm not thinking at all the right terminology here uh, in the show notes for everybody, but it's all, also always on our resources page in the link hub. Uh, I use lunarium.co, but you can use exact times uh, for, for different, uh, like automations or, you know, to, to choose a time to generate a chart, things like that. But 
as far as your actual like practice, like spiritual and witchcraft practice goes, incorporating astrology and everything, remember that there is an orb around all this. There's a building, a peak, and kind of a, a fade out or ripple period. Even the moon, our fastest moving luminary energy, right? Moves signs every two and a half days. And even the moon, when we're talking about new moon rituals or full moon rituals, there's an orb there too. I always tell people, it's okay if you can't get around to doing anything on the day up. You could honestly do it, in my opinion, you could do it a few days later. Who, who, who does it matter? Honestly, who are you harming? Absolutely nobody. Um, so bear in mind when it comes to looking at all of these different squares. And I'm trying to give all these disclaimers because when you go into time passages or you go into your uh, apps or websites that you use that are going to give you these different square interpretations, they're going to be kind of hard hitting because this is a challenging aspect. It's a confrontational aspect. And I know that our human nature and inclination, our conditioned, I should say, our conditioned inclination is to immediately obsess over when and how this is going to happen instead of focusing on preparing for the blow in the way that, okay, I know that I'm going to be coming upon a challenging time or based on this transit I'm looking at, I'm going through a challenging time or we collectively, you know, according to the transits for the week um, and a lot lately, uh, we have been going through a lot or we are all collectively going through a lot right now, okay? I want you to let it prepare yourself for that um, or in that way and I want you to ask when it comes to these different confronting and conflicting energies, because that's what squares are. The whole point of it is to help you get out of binary thinking and choosing one, one end or one side of the square over the other. Where we get lost in square energy is in mindless arguing, okay? Mindless confrontation. Petty, petty arguing and, and just trying to prove yourself right or just trying to prove the other one wrong. That is how to A, make a square transit a lot harder on you than it has to be. Um, and B, uh, it's, it's a way to end up having to repeat your square lessons anyways. When we don't work through this tension, I promise you that the universe is going to put this in front of your plate so that you cannot avoid it at one point. So um, let's look into the square, the challenge card of the numinous here. So we know that these are kind of confronting energies, right? We have all this backstory. So when you pull this card, and I should say in parentheses, when you have a lot of these aspects this coming week, <laughs> You may feel trapped in a corner with seemingly unsolvable problems and constrictions popping up at every turn. Know that this is a test of your foundations and that anything that's being challenged wants to fortify itself for the future. Assess the vehicle you've been traveling in. Where has comfort led to atrophy? What's pressing on you to upgrade once again to remind you of your capabilities? Treat this card like an invitation to choreograph an elaborate dance in a very small room. How can you work with the limiting walls of time and space 
and balance the tireless beat with a rhythm that works for you. Journal prompt. Design a how-to cheat sheet for overcoming one of your most commonly experienced challenges. I love that. Couple thoughts come through. Number one, I love that journal prompt because in my Think and Grow Witch Mentorship uh, program, I actually give my clients a an oh shit plan, which is very, very similar to this. It's a list of journal prompts though to help you walk through uh, your most difficult challenges that you face and how to hold space for yourself during those times, um, how to reconstruct and readjust your boundaries in order to make room for those challenges and hardships that are totally beyond our control, but that we still have to move through, right? And function through um, or get through to the other side. Now, some other thoughts that come up with this square energy from the Numinous deck here. I... Love this. Assess the vehicle you've been traveling in. Where has comfort led to atrophy? What's pressing on you to upgrade once again to remind you of your capabilities? Hell yes. You know why hell yes? Because the whole point of squares is to strengthen. So they feel really uncomfortable because it means that we're getting a little bit too comfortable somewhere. Again, this is what I mean by not picking one side of a square or another, not getting so comfy in one way of thinking. This is what helps us flourish and grow and transform as such multidimensional creatures that we are. Otherwise, we would stay so stagnant. We would always see things one way. We would never be open to new ideas and then we would never, ever grow. We would definitely never build strength. And therefore, if if we had it, if you will, easy, right? Our whole entire lives. If we had, according, like really going with this uh, analogy of being uh, so comfort you're in atrophy, right? If you literally had such a cushy life, it would lead to atrophied muscles to bed sores, right? Think about that. And so these challenges, especially when you kind of look back at your own physical and metaphorical scars that you have, I want you to really think about the strength that you've built. And it's okay to feel any emotion that comes up with that. Because sometimes when we think about how strong we are or how strong we've become, it's really emotional. Um, It can be a really sad or even infuriating uh, thing to think about because we have to, you know, think about what we went through in order to become that. And once you've given yourself the space to, to feel all of those feelings that come up, I really want you to give yourself either a Uh, spiritual or very real and physical self-hug of gratitude and give yourself the nurturing that you need. If there's one piece of advice I would have through heavy square transits, whether you have them in your natal chart or it's, you know, these collective and mundane transits that we're all going through together um, now and in coming weeks, the, the real best advice I could give anyone is how are you tending to your wounds? I'm serious. When you, when you 
get out of the ring, get out of the arena, and you find yourself all roughed up with new cuts and bruises, how are you tending to your wounds now? What kind of nurturing energy, even if it's really, really small and it only means anything to just you and no one else would get it, how are you turning that nurturing energy in and on yourself? Even if it's honestly just having a really mindful, present, grounded shower, you know what I mean? Really bathing yourself, really envisioning that water as nurturing all of those wounds, all of those cuts and bruises. I love it. Okay. I'm with you. Again, I, I'm right here with you going, <laughs> going through these, these square transits. So, um, thank you all so, so much for your time today and every day that you're here with me. I appreciate every single last one of you. Um, you know that if you need me, I'm just right next door. Have a beautiful rest of your week. Stay safe, have fun and stay magical out there. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Moonday Musings. If you like what you heard here today, make sure you follow and subscribe to the show, That Witch Podcast. I put out a total, including Moonday Musings, of three episodes every single week. If you want to support the show, the best way to do that is to share online, on social media, or share with friends that you think would enjoy it as well. And make sure you head over to Apple and Spotify, where you can also leave a five-star review. Make sure you are subscribed to my email list for more astro forecast, cosmic tips, and witchy inspiration. Visit thatwitchnextdoor.com for more info. Thanks, everyone. 